You're listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. Join us for 365 consecutive days as we read God's Word together. This podcast uses the World English Bible, American Edition, a translation that is open source and in the public domain. To learn more about our ministry, please visit faithcommunityma.com. October 30th, Luke, chapters 19 through 21. He entered and was passing through Jericho. There was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was and couldn't because of the crowd, because he was short. He ran on ahead, climbed up into a sycamore tree to see Jesus, for he was going to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry, come down, for today I must stay at your house. He hurried, came down, and received him joyfully. When they saw it, they all murmured, saying, He has gone to lodge with a man who is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, half of my goods I give to the poor. If I have wrongfully exacted anything of anyone, I restore four times as much. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save that which was lost. As they heard these things, he went on and told a parable because he was near Jerusalem, and they supposed that God's kingdom would be revealed immediately. He said, therefore, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. He called ten servants of his and gave them ten minor coins and told them, conduct business until I come. But his citizens hated him and sent an envoy after him, saying, we don't want this man to reign over us. We need to come back again. Having received the kingdom, he commanded these servants, to whom he had given the money, to be called to him, that he might know what they had gained by conducting business. The first came before him and said, Lord, your mina has made ten more minas. He said to him, Well done, you good servant, because you were found faithful with very little. You shall have authority over ten cities. The second came, saying, Your mina, Lord, has made five minas. So he said to him, And you are to be over five cities. Another came to him and said, Lord, behold your mina, which I kept laid away in a handkerchief, for I feared you because you are an exacting man. You take up that which you didn't lay down and reap that which you didn't sow. He said to him, Out of your own mouth I will judge you, you wicked servant. You knew that I am an exacting man, taking up that which I didn't lay down and reaping that which I didn't sow. Then why didn't you deposit my money in the bank and at my coming? I might have earned interest on it. He said to those who stood by, Take the mina away from him and give it to him who has the ten minas. Then he said to him, Lord, he has ten minas. For I tell you, to everyone who has, more will be given. But from him who doesn't have, even that which he has will be taken away from him. But bring those enemies of mine who didn't want me to reign over them here and kill them before me. Having said these things, he went on ahead going up to Jerusalem. When he came near to Bethphage and Bethany at the mount which is called Olivet, he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go your way into the village on the other side, in which, as you enter, you will find a colt tied, which no man has ever sat upon. Untie it and bring it. If anyone asks you, Why are you untying it? Say to him, The Lord needs it. Those who were sent away and found things just as he told them. As they were untying the colt, its owner said to them, Why are you untying the colt? They said, The Lord needs it. Then they brought it to Jesus. They threw their cloaks on the colt and sat Jesus on them. As he went, they spread their cloaks on the road. 
As he was now getting near at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works which they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory on the highest. Some of the Pharisees from the multitude said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. He answered them, I tell you that if these were silent, the stones would cry out. When he came near, he saw the city and wept over it, saying, If you even now had known today the things which belong to your peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes, for the days will come on you when your enemies will throw up a barricade against you, surround you, hem you in on every side, and will dash you and your children with you to the ground. They will not leave you in one stone on another, because you didn't know the time of your visitation. He entered into the temple and began to drive out those who bought and sold in it, saying to them, It is written, My house is a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. He was teaching daily in the temple, but the chief priests, the scribes, and the leading men among the people sought to destroy him. They couldn't find what they might do, for all the people hung on to every word that he said. Luke chapter 20. On one of those days... As he was teaching the people in the temple and preaching the good news, the priests and scribes came to him with the elders. They asked him, Tell us, by what authority do you do these things? Or who is giving you this authority? He answered them, I also will ask you one question. Tell me, the baptism of John, was it from heaven or from man? They reasoned with themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, Why didn't you believe him? But if we say from men, all the people will stone us, for they are persuaded that John was a prophet. They answered that they didn't know where it was from. Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. He began to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard and rented it out to some farmers and went into another country for a long time. At the proper season, he sent a servant to the farmers to collect his share of the fruit of the vineyard. But the farmers beat him and sent him away empty. He sent yet another servant, and they also beat him and treated him shamefully and sent him away empty. He sent yet a third, and they also wounded him and threw him out. The Lord of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my beloved son. It may be that seeing him, they will respect him. But when the farmers saw him, they reasoned among themselves, saying, "Ah, This is the heir. Come, let's kill him, that the inheritance may be ours. Then they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What therefore will the Lord of the vineyard do to them? He will come and destroy these farmers and will give the vineyard to others. When they heard that, they said, may that never be. But he looked at them and said, then what is this that is written? The stone which the builders rejected has made the chief cornerstone. Everyone who falls on that stone will be broken to pieces, but it will crush whomever it falls onto dust. The chief priests and scribes sought to lay hands on him that very hour, but they feared the people. for they knew he had spoken this parable against them. They watched him and sent out spies, who pretended to be righteous, that they might trap him in something he said, so as to deliver him up to the power and authority of the governor. They asked him, Teacher, we know that you say what you say and teach is right, and aren't partial to anyone, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But he perceived their craftiness and said to them, Why do you test me? Show me a denarius. Whose image and inscription are on it? They answered, Caesar's. He said to them, Then give to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. They weren't able to trap him in his words before the people. They marveled at his answer and were silent. Some of the Sadducees came to him, those who deny that there is a resurrection. They asked him, 
Teacher, Moses wrote to us that if a man's brother dies having a wife and he is childless, his brother should take the wife and raise up children for his brother. There were therefore seven brothers. The first took a wife and died childless. The second took her as a wife and died childless. The third took her likewise. The seven all left no children and died. Afterward, the woman also died. Therefore, in the resurrection, whose wife of them will she be? For the seven had her as a wife. Jesus said to them, The children of this age marry and are given in marriage. But those who are considered worthy to attain to that age and the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage, for they can't die any more, for they are like the angels and are children of God, being children of the resurrection. But the dead are raised, even Moses showed at the bush, when he called the Lord the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Now he is not the God of the dead, but of the living, for all are alive to him. Some of the scribes answered, Teacher, you speak well. They didn't dare to ask him any more questions. He said to them, Why do they say that the Christ is David's son? David himself says in the book of Psalms, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies the footstool of your feet. David therefore calls him Lord, so how is he his son? In the hearing of all the people, he said to his disciples, Beware of those scribes who like to walk in long robes and love greetings in the marketplaces, the best seats in the synagogues, and the best places at feasts, who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers. These will receive greater condemnation. Luke chapter 21. He looked up and saw the rich people who were putting their gifts into the treasury. He saw a certain poor widow casting in two small brass coins. He said, Truly, I tell you, This poor widow put in more than all of them, for all these put in gifts for God from their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, put in all that she had to live on. As some were talking about the temple and how it was decorated with beautiful stones and gifts, he said, as for these things which you see, the days will come in which there will not be left here one stone on another that will not be thrown down. They asked him, teacher, so when will these things be? What is the sign that these things are about to happen? He said, watch out that you don't get led astray, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time is at hand. Therefore, don't follow them. When you hear of wars and disturbances, don't be terrified, for these things must happen first, but the end won't come immediately. Then he said to them, nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes, famines, and plagues in various places. There will be terrors and great signs from heaven. But before all these things, they will lay their hands on you and will persecute you, delivering you up to synagogues and prisons, bringing you before kings and governors for my name's sake. It will turn out as a testimony for you. Settle it, therefore, in your hearts not to meditate beforehand how to answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries will not be able to withstand or to contradict. You will be handed over, even by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends. They will cause some of you to be put to death. You'll be hated by all men for my name's sake, and not a hair of your head will perish. But your endurance, by your endurance, you will win your lives. But when you see Jesus surrounded by armies, when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know that its desolation is at hand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let those who are in the middle of her depart. Let those who are in the country not enter therein. For these are days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. Woe to those who are pregnant and those who nurse infants in those days. For there will be a great distress in the land and wrath to this people. 
They will fall by the edge of the sword, will be led captive into all the nations. Jerusalem will be trampled down by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars, and on the earth anxiety of nations and perplexity for the roaring of the sea and the waves, men fainting for fear and for expectation of the things which are coming on the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. But when these things begin to happen, look up, lift your heads, because your redemption is near. He told them a parable. See the fig and in all the trees. When they are already budding, you see it and know by your own selves that the summer is already near. Even so you also, when you see these things happening, know that God's kingdom is near. Most certainly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until these things are accomplished. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words by will by no means pass away. So be careful, or your hearts will be loaded down with carousing drunkenness and cares of this life, and that day will come on you suddenly. For it will come like a snare on all those who dwell on the surface of the earth. Therefore be watchful all the time, praying that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will happen and to stand before the Son of Man. Every day, Jesus was teaching in the temple, and every night he would go out and spend the night on the mountain called Olivet. All the people came early in the morning to him in the temple to hear him. Thank you for listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. To learn more about our ministry, please visit our website, faithcommunityma.com.